Hard Fix Network. I see what you got there. <laughs> you see these hands, friend? I do see those hands. Do you see these hands? <laughs> I think we should throw hands, sir. <laughs> <laughs> In the most violent, metal, most intensive way possible. <laughs> Which also will start our podcast. In three, two, one. You ready to call this meeting to order? Actually, uh, I'm 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 ready to call it to order, Toph. But why don't I grab a little snack from the table here? I'm just going to grab a delicious glazed donut, um, and then so let this meeting be called to order. Okay, okay. I think everybody knows what you're re- referring to, and and we'll get to that. I promise you, we will get to that, and we'll get to it in due order. I'm just getting comfortable for the meeting, man. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, I understand. Well. <laughs> We do have some business to take care of up front. Yeah. So I don't want to take a lot of time with this, but I do want to do a home reno well check. Oh, good. Because Adam, you're in the middle of a home reno. Yes, that is correct, sir. That is correct. So again, we don't have a lot of time for this, but I do want to just check in and just see how you're doing. What's your your mental and emotional state is around your home reno? Uh, Deteriorating rapidly, honestly. As expected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got home from our trip yesterday, saw a couple of the rentals started without us, uh, and uh, that was nice, except coming home to a surprise was not was not fun. So um, it's it's just, I'm just looking at the dollars go up. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so pretty typical. Mm-hmm. You haven't gotten to full breakdown stage yet. No, nope. We're still it's still early in the game. Uh, we just we were, we're two weeks in, so I'm looking forward to full full breakdown within one to two weeks. Okay, I am as well. All right, well we'll check in with you next week then. Cool, thanks, man. Okay, item number two. Now we don't normally do this type of thing at the top of the show, but I'm just going to tip everyone off that that the the donut elimination poll is completed. And we have determined the official donut of the Gravity Beard interns. And it's one of the most traumatic experiences we've ever had as a group. That's not true. I think the process make I think the process was traumatic. Oh, in that regard, one hundred percent. We are all yeah. we are all different people because of this. Yeah, we're changed. We'll we'll never be the same. No. But but I don't want to say anything else about it. We will get to that. I mean, kind of towards the end of the show, but we're we're going to get into that in depth. I just want to let everyone know. Good. And then this last thing is a huge, huge deal because you and I have a huge announcement related to the show. We do. We have a huge announcement. Yeah. So we, we've, we've been doing the show for a while now, and we've decided to make a major, major change. We're kind of shifting our focus. And we're shifting our focus away from Gravity Beard as people know it and towards This Week Today. And This Week Today is going to become its own podcast on its own feed. I'm very excited about this, man. We have long loved This Week Today and yep. we've gotten a great response from it You know, the, the, almost the whole time we've been doing it. And uh, I, think, I think this is, uh, this is due. I think it's time, man. Yeah, so so that's the good news. The good news is we are spinning off this week today to its own podcast. It's essentially going to be a weekly podcast. 
the bad news is is that Gravity Beard, as you know it, is going to kind of take a backseat to to that. And what that means is is that we're going to do these staff meetings less frequently. We've been doing them once a month. We're actually going to dial that back to probably around quarterly. So we'll probably do do three of them a year. And then, we'll, of course, we'll do our Christmas party. That will not go away. We'll still do, we'll still do that. But there's no we, we, we talked about it a lot, and there's just no way that we can continue to do these on a monthly basis and do a, another weekly show. Neither of us really have have the bandwidth to do that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a it, I think it's a good way to streamline what's going on. Um, the staff meeting, yeah. which we love dearly, um, it, you know, I'm I'm really excited to see it kind of move into this format. You know, where it becomes a quarterly meeting. You know, because that way we don't have to spend time in a meeting that could take it be taken care of by emails. And, right. you know, we could be working as you on, said many times, <laughs> you know, and then we could be, you know, on the on the on the fast paced this week today. I'm, I'm I think this is a good move. I think it's really good. And I'm really excited about it. And I, you know, honestly, this is kind of uh, the response we've been getting. So it's, re- it's a response to the response. The staffings will stay the same. We'll just do them less frequently. And then, and then the other stuff that we normally do on Gravity Beard, there's a handful of things that have kind of become tradition, whether that's smorgasbord or, you know, some other things we're still going to do those things. Anything we've done kind of annually that's become kind of a staple of Gravity Beer, we'll do those things. So we'll still have quarterly staff meetings. We'll have the Christmas party at the end of the year. And then those other traditional things, we'll still do a handful of those throughout the year. It's just that the Gravity Beer podcast overall will kind of sit on the back burner. And probably in total, we may only do you know six or eight episodes all year on Gravity Beard. And then you know, the whole rest of our focus is going to shift over to that brand new podcast that will, will be called This Week Today, which we're going to take a probably a week off per month, and then we'll take a, a longer uh, break around the holidays. But that, that essentially will be a weekly podcast called This Week Today on its own feed. Right. Now, this also, though, is not in any way going to affect the Gravity Beard Interns group. We will still be 100% active in there and still gathering uh, stuff for the staff meetings. We're just going to have a, a larger catalog of material for the staff meetings. But it, like again, they're only going to happen once a quarter. But um, the Gravity Beard intern just still going to be going full force, full strength as usual. I'm really glad you said that. That's a really important point. The group itself, the Gravity Beard interns group on Facebook, will not change at all. We'll just be reporting on the activity in the group a little less frequently. Right. Yeah. There you go. And, and we, we hope everyone else is excited about it. We certainly hope that if you're subscribed to Gravity Beard, you'll also subscribe to This Week Today and you'll come along with us. Yeah, please. We'd love to have you. We, we've loved having you. Uh, you know, and I'm sure that our celebrity call-ins are not going to dial back at all either. So, No, no. We, we expect just as many celebrities to call in. Oh, there is one more thing. We're doing a, an, an intro episode to This Week Today that we're calling The Origin Story. And that's just going to give everyone a background on where we've come from and where we're going. And that's going to air on the new This Week Today feed. And it's available right now. So as soon as you're done listening to the staff meeting, you can go listen to that and you can kind of see where we're going next. Yeah. And in fact, if you don't do it, we're going to be pretty upset. So you should really do it. (laughs) That's right. We'll be terribly, terribly upset. Yeah. You let us down, you know? Yeah. 
Well, the, the point is, is that we don't want to leave anybody behind. And anybody that, that's a, that we're associating with, with the staff meetings and with Gravity Beard, we want to take them with us. This is actually a really great problem that we're having. It's like we're, we've just, we, we have the group which is blown up. We've had the staff meetings, which are largely very successful. The This Week Today, which again, it's also very successful. Uh, you know, and, and, and so they, as they have increased in their successes, which we're grateful for, uh, it's been harder to, uh, kind of just keep up with it. You know, it just, it takes a lot more bandwidth and, and, you know, as, as everyone mostly understands that, you know, like there's no doubt about it. Everyone totally gets that. So we're just trying to streamline our efforts here. It's going to be great. Absolutely. And we'll talk more about this week today on that origins episode. And so please come listen and find out what we're doing because, because it's not going to be, there actually is going to be. It's going to be this week today as you know it, but we're going to tell you some new things, some ways that we're kind of expanding it as it moves to its own feed. Right. All right. Well, let's begin this meeting as we always do, and let's go over our top contributors list. Oh, this should be interesting this week, man. All right. Counting down from 10 to 1. In the 10 spot is Bonnie Chomo. In the 9 spot is Vlado from It's Not Rocket Surgery. In the 8th spot is David Colicchio. The seventh spot belongs to Laura Thompson. The sixth spot to Brisky Cawthon of Turner Phrases. And Adam, here's our top five. Yes. And there's a little bit of a shakeup. Here it goes. Number five is Tiff Franks, the queen of the cafeteria. Number four is another chosen one, Laura Bennett. <laughs> Number three is the chosen one himself, Paul Chomo of Varmints <laughs> and checking in with Chomo. I'm sorry, Adam. The award-winning Farmance Podcast. You can't leave that out. <laughs> and the soon-to-be award-winning Checking In With Chomo. <laughs> Number two, Adam. Not that long ago, she was a newcomer to our group, but she caught on so very quickly... The number two spot belongs to Karen Harris. I was thinking it might be Karen, dude. I mean, what a blowing up rising star. Amazing. Amazing. And we very much appreciate her contributions. Yeah. And the number one spot... The man who's already asserting his dominance in the absence of Keith Gala, Luke Umshide. <laughs> man, our top five is dope. And our top 10 is like, I mean, we've got some shake and bake here, some movers and shakers. This is really, really cool. Okay, Adam, we also have some new interns. Yes, I love new interns. Yeah, the first one is Gabe Giannis. Uh, who actually, I apologize. I meant to announce him at our last meeting, so I apologize to Gabe. <laughs> he came to us from Keith Gala of the Pop-Up Filmcast. Great. Our next new intern is Tina Chomo, yet another chosen one. That's right. Tina brings the total tally of Chomos in the Gravity Beard interns to eight. Dude, the chosen ones are taking over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> Our next new intern is Patrick Hickey Jr. He comes to us from Chris Osborne of the Play Comics Podcast. Oh, Chris Osborne's a good dude. He is a good dude. After that is Scotty Moore, who is a future world record holder. He was on the show very recently. Ooh. And lastly is... Now, this person just joined us a couple of days ago, and that is Laura Lynn. And Laura is the wife of Chris DeVos and, and a member of the cast of Podcast 42. Well, okay, Chris Voss is also a good dude. And that brings yep. the total of Loris to three? Is it only three? There may be more than that. I think there's got to be more than that. We've got a decent contingency of Loras. <laughs> and they're all amazing. <laughs> yeah, yes, they are. 
we already love having Chris here, and now his better half is, and um, she's very funny. So I'm looking forward to her contributions. Now we have his sweet wife. That's right. Right. We have a number of sweet wives in our <laughs> people, sweet wives in our group. <laughs> well, to all the new interns, welcome to the staff meeting, and please go ahead and grab a fresh Krispy Kreme glazed donut for your enjoyment. Compliments of Adam. That's right. Adam, let's celebrate some birthdays. Oh, you know, I love birthdays, man. So today is the birthday of my good friend, Steph Robinson. Oh, man. What an interesting person Steph is. I want to talk to her and like get to like talk about curling. You would like Steph as much as you think you would. Oh, that's such good news. Yep. She's fantastic and very, very funny. In just a few days is the birthday of Tiff Franks. Oh, the queen herself. There's nothing. There are, there are not enough words to describe the glory. Yeah, that's on August the 7th. Then about a week later on August the 15th is the birthday of my good friend, Jeff Morrow. Jeff Morrow. On the 22nd is the birthday of Josh Denman. On the 24th is the birthday of Sciency McScience Face, Corey McCord. On the 27th of August is the birthday of Chris Birkenbein, also on our Science Committee of Sciencing. And rounding out things on August the 30th, is the birthday of David Colicchio, who brought us A Costner A Day Keeps the COVID Away. <laughs> Which has been an impressively long segment in our group. And I actually began, began to look forward to it. Like, surely today is the last day. Surely there's not another one today. Bam, another one. Well, I didn't know, but it turns out that Kevin Costner has appeared in 52 films. Wow. And he watched all of them. Now, he's done a lot of other acting work, but he's been at least at least 52 films. Wow, that's crazy, man. Adam, this meeting brings a job opportunity to the group. Oh, good. We need to fill some new positions. We have a lot of job opportunities. While we hate to lose talented team members, we also don't want to hold them back. So when a new job opportunity comes up, we like to pass these along to everyone. Yep. And there's been some really good ones. I think we've had the Wienermobile. Uh, you could drive for the Wienermobile, and we've had a, mm-hmm. a number of other things. I think there was one where you could you could be a lighthouse operator. Yep. A beer taster. There's been a butt. So here's the latest. And this one comes to us from the aforementioned Chris DeVos. There's a famous monument that I did not know about in London called The Monument. And it was erected to remember the Great Fire of London. And Chris has revealed to us that this is no ordinary monument. It actually houses, Adam, a secret lab. Oh, it's right up my alley, buddy. Chris, in cooperation with the members of our very own Science Committee of Sciencing, will be looking for a few qualified interns to join a team that will head off to work in the lab starting this fall. Now, he can't say anything else about it, but please discreetly reach out to Chris if you're interested. I'm interested. Well, then you should discreetly reach out to Chris if you're interested. (laughs) Adam, how would you like some very exciting summer-themed facility upgrades? Oh, man. You know how much I love the upgrades. Well, we we started our summer fun last month and, and announced some opportunities for our interns. And this month it continues. So Keith came across an auction. This is actually very exciting. The auction was selling 50 plus animatronic dinosaurs. And he asked if he could get approval to buy some. Can you guess how I responded? The answer is always yes. Well, his question was, can I buy some? I said no. I said he was approved to buy all of them. Yes. Absolutely. And so now, Adam, we have a dinosaur park on our campus. It's so good, man. I love that so much. So much learning, so much fun. Yeah, absolutely. 
All right, moving on. Here's another facility upgrade that Keith brought us. How would you like, Adam, a Star Wars Millennium Falcon experience bounce house? I, I mean, this is something I've wanted for a long time. They're a little expensive. They cost $9,500 each. That's nothing. I had Keith order two of them, and one will go on the quad, and the other will go near the sports complex. Uh, yeah, there's no reason to, to, to hold back and like be conservative on things like that. Especially when it's Star Wars themed. Yeah. So moving on from one fantastic world to another, Chris DeVos brings us this, the Harry Potter Playhouse. Oh, cool. Let me give you the details. The fortress, first of all, I like the word fort. Anything that's a fortress, I'm in. Yeah, absolutely. So the fortress includes iconic locations from the beloved Harry Potter franchise, including the famed Hogwarts Castle, Ollivander's Wand Shop, Platform 9 and 3 quarters from King's Cross Station, and part of Privet Drive. Here's some more details. The main portion of the building is the tower, and it comes equipped with uh, themed armchairs, a slide, and a chandelier. The place is full of Easter eggs referencing the books and movies and include, I think you're going to like this, a toy basilisk, a Fantastic Beasts uh, trunk drawer, a map of the Hogwarts school grounds, and a frame letter invitation to Hogwarts. That is amazing. Just to go back in inventory, Adam... We now have a dinosaur park, two Millennium Falcon bounce houses, and now the Harry Potter Playhouse. But you know what? I'm not done, Adam. We've got more facility upgrades. But wait, there's more? There is more. Yes. It'll cut a tin can as easily as a tomato, Adam. (laughs) Also makes julienne fries. So this next upgrade comes from Keith. Ah. He says, come by and feel free to use one of our campus campers to do a bit of getting in touch with nature around the headquarters. You and I have both seen the brochure. So what this is, is like a, a miniature pop-up camper. It's got a flat screen TV in it, plenty of room to sleep, and tons of amenities. Man, I love campers. We've bought several of these. And so stop by HR and, and sign up for a time to, to use them. Yeah, and you know, um, these, these are going to be in high use. So make sure that you get in there because they're going to be occupied quick. It's summertime fun, Adam. <laughs> summertime loving. But Adam, I'm still not done. I've got two more upgrades. But get out of here. Seriously. And this next one's also from Keith. It's called the Nerf Blaster Scooter. Oh, cool. And this is a scooter with guns mounted on the front. And now Keith correctly points out, this is a great new way to get around campus. HR just makes two requests. One, no aiming at the eyes. And two, pick up your ammo when you when you see it. Yeah, because everybody else has to use that ammo too. So you don't want to clutter up campus and then be inconsiderate of somebody else who's going to use it. Now, speaking of combat, Adam, this next item is something that you got for everybody. Yes. So you sent out a memo with a short message that just said, check your desks for these on Monday, everyone. What were you talking about? Deer leg nunchucks. <laughs> Dude, I can't tell you how many times I've been in a situation where I'm like, thank God I have these deer leg nunchucks. Right? Yeah, countless. And as we mentioned previously, you know, money is no object at Gravity Beard, but these were only 20 bucks a piece. So you you bought one for everybody. Oh, I mean, huge, huge savings that we we got on these. So, you know, I I figured we wanted to have one for everybody and then like a couple spares back at 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 the main office. Even if you lose or break yours or they get destroyed in combat, We've got extras. <laughs> which which is probably the more likely scenario. There's no question. Yeah. 
use them to their full extent. If you need another pair, we've got some. Yeah, backups galore. All right, Adam, that's an extensive list. So now we've wrapped up all of our facility upgrades, but now we're going to move on to announcements and advisories. These are always important, buddy. I agree, especially now, because as you know, we've been keeping up with the, um, the plague tally. The plague tally, indeed. So as we've moved throughout 2020, we've had to endure a number of different plagues. Right. So let me just run down the list of plagues that that we've endured so far. So first, of course, was, was the coronavirus. Yeah, sure. Next was murder hornets. Of course. Next was chainsaw bears, which was literally bears with chainsaw hands. After that was sniper monkeys. Following that was Vuvuzuela blowing beavers from Chile. Not long after that was Korean flamethrowing squirrels. Right behind that was cannibal rats. When we thought that was over, along came a stadium-sized asteroid. We're like, huh, surely it's done now. No, because next came genetically modified mosquitoes. We're like, oh, geez. Okay, so that's nine. So surely this last one is, is going to be the last one. Uh, but that was nunchuck bears. Right. And that was really one of the reasons why you started deploying deer leg nunchucks, because we were dealing with nunchuck bears. Yeah, yeah, we needed to have some sort of like countermeasure to to deal with the situation. But that wasn't it. So usually, plagues stop at 10. Everyone knows that. But unfortunately, not in our case, because the next one, they're not here yet, but everyone needs to get ready for knife-wielding baboons. I've gotten wind of this. Not happy about it, buddy. Not happy. I'm not either. But listen, what doesn't kill us only makes us stronger. So we've already endured 10 plagues. We're going to be ready for the 11th. Well, really, we've only dealt with nine because there's no COVID on the Gravity Beard campus. Oh, that's a good point. That's true. Okay, good. Yeah. Either way, we, we've dealt with nine plagues. So a 10th one, no problem. Yeah, we got this. So we're going to just chuck our way through this one. <laughs> we're going to nunchuck our way through this. <laughs> yeah, because we still have deer, deer leg nunchucks. So yeah. bring on knife-wielding baboons. Why not? Okay, so this next thing is kind of the opposite of the plagues. And Adam, I think you're the, you. This came from Keith, but you want to do you want to advise everybody of this. Yes. In light of all of this stuff, I think we all could use a little bit of a helping hand. So, uh, Tofa, I'd like to offer up to the group the emotional support honey badger. So, let me oh. ask you: Do you suffer from anxiety attacks? I mean, are are they often caused by stupid people? We need to have these emotional support honey badgers. Unlike other companion animals that snuggle up and provide physical comfort in a safe space during anxiety attacks, the emotional support honey badger instead physically attacks and savages the absolute living hell out of the stupid idiot bothering you, thus removing the source of anxiety. It's so much more efficient. And, uh, you know, ask your doctor if the honey badger is right for you right, right now. You know what, Adam? I don't have to ask. I already know that the honey badger... I mean, the emotional support honey badger is definitely right for me. I mean, it just it just seems that we're so often dealing with stupid people. But the this one, you know, it, it not it doesn't just attack stupid people. It attacks all your life's problems. So <laughs> alcoholism wow. or yeah, depression, it's all right there. It's done. <laughs> so if I'm just having a mildly bad day, the emotional support honey badger is going to come to my rescue. Oh, yeah. And it will beat the crap out of the wellness geese, which were a freaking fraud. God, finally a solution for the wellness geese. Seriously, man. Seriously. So, yeah. Honey badger, dude. Honey badger. Wow. Well, thanks for sharing that with everybody. 
And by the way, if you need one, just come by HR and sign up. We've got plenty. Yeah. Yeah. We they're uh are, yeah, they're in the animals park, I think, so no problem. Let's move on to um one announcement from the cafeteria. We've got a new product, a new food product available to everyone. You know, breakfast is so important, Adam. And from the makers of Colon Blow <laughs> comes their newest offering. It's the ultra fiber cereal, Poop Like a Champion. Ah, oh, nice. Each serving has 16 grams of fiber and uh, it's gluten-free. Wow. And it comes as part of your meal plan. So just stop by and enjoy as much as you'd like. Dude, that's fantastic. Yep. Now moving on to an announcement that Andrea Blucas wanted us to pass on to everybody. And that's regarding our aquarium. Now, Andrea is our groundskeeper and intern in charge of birds. And darn it, if the gulls aren't eating the starfish out of the aquarium again. Come on. She actually caught one in the act. Right. And she thinks that the starfish that was attacked uh, is going to grow back the two legs that the gull ate. But Andrea is asking that if people spot any seagulls near the aquarium to message her immediately. Okay, good. Freaking seagulls, man. God. I don't even know where they came from, to be honest with you. Well, they're probably from the private island. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Okay. And this next thing comes to us from Brad Cranford of my former college roommate fame, of course. Right. And this might be one of the most important announcements or advisories that we've brought to the group in a long, long time. Oh, man. And he says this. Okay, interns. We don't want any more HR complaints about people without pants. So our our amazing, long-suffering HR team produced the following guide and printed copies will be dispersed around the office. And I think once I get into this, uh, this is going to make tons of sense to everybody. And so it, the, the, the the pamphlet, I'm just going to read from it. It says, let me try and make this simple for you. This is called the urine test. It says, and it's all illustrated, so it's super easy to understand. If we all run around naked and someone pees on you, you're going to get wet right away. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're wearing pants, some pee will get through but not as much, so you're better protected. Mm -hmm. Now, the last level, this is the highest level of protection. If the guy who pees is also wearing pants, so now you're wearing pants and the guy peeing is wearing pants, the pee stays with him and you don't get wet at all. That's right. It's science. Yeah, it's simple science. So people wear pants. On campus, we have such a selection. We have cargo pants, cargo shorts, we have, I mean, a variety of, of options for pant wearing. So stop on by. Shirts as pants? Shirts as pants is also good. If you are hustling across campus and you realize you're not wearing pants, perhaps you've got an extra shirt. Perhaps you're, you're wearing two shirts. Just take off one shirt, put that that shirt on his pants. Yeah, they could be inadvertently been layering for the wrong thing. So yeah, just, just switch it up. Sometimes we leave the house and we're wearing two shirts and no pants. That happens. We get that. Yeah. Just make a quick adjustment. We're not unreasonable. Yeah. Just everyone wear pants. Wear something. Wear something around your groin. Right. Yeah. No, nobody wants to see the loins. <laughs> no. No. Okay. Adam, we've got a new team building activity. I love these. Now, we were going to do this last winter, but we just didn't get around to it. But then you and I were t- talking about it and we realized, hey, you know what? We're in the dead heat of the summer, and sometimes it's just really hot outside, and we need to we need to get in from the heat just to take a break. Oh. So April Norcross came up with this idea. She's brought in a Lego Imperial Star Destroyer. Yes, Queen. I love that. It came with an announcement. She says, hey, let's get out of the heat. 
Great group activity for everyone. It'll be set up in the break room. This thing is huge and should keep us busy until the weather cools off. Yeah. You know, this is something I've been wanting to do for a real long time. So this is perfect. This is a great time. Absolutely. I'm really looking forward to this. Mm-hmm. And many people can work on this at once. And and we, we you know, there's so much work to be done that we could do it in shifts. So yeah. sign, sign up for a couple of hours. Come help us build the Lego Imperial Star Destroyer. Love it. All right, Adam, we have this announcement from the Gravity Beard Performance Hall. And we've got a new act that's performing this month and this month only. This is really interesting because it combines great music, entertainment, and technology. You didn't get the Jack Officers again, did you? <laughs> uh, no, we, we've had them once and um, it didn't go quite as well as we'd like, so they've not been invited back. That's true. This is a group called Franzoli Electronics. They play popular pop songs using two Tesla coils. Ugh, love it. So let's play a little bit of that so everyone knows what to expect. I love that, man. We got harmonies, cool parts. This is great. Yeah, so Franzilli Electronics, they'll be playing a lot of recognizable pop songs using Tesla coils, uh, performing all month in the Gravity Beer Performance Hall. I can't wait until they do Metallica. All right, Adam, how about we leave the confines of our studio, walk down the sidewalk to the intern library, and talk about our new selections? Yeah, let's do it, dude. Uh, we need these new selections constantly improving our catalog. Well, our book of the week, again, is summer adventure themed. It is how to fight a bear and 72 other real survival tips we hope you'll never need, such as how to escape quicksand. Well, I can tell you one way to survive a bear, and that's deer leg nunchucks. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's the number one thing. I, I could tell you how to avoid a bear and quicksand. How's that? Don't go outside. <laughs> Keep to the code of the avid endorsman. That's right. And of course, we have a bookmobile exclusive. Uh, and this is actually one that I brought. It's from Penguin Books. It's called Please Don't Touch Me A Guide to Not Touching Me. <laughs> I need to pass this out to a few friends. And of course, as always, look for Luke and the bookmobile. It should be coming through your neighborhood very soon. Yes. Adam, why don't we take a quick break and hear from one of our new promotional partners? Looking forward to it. More platinum level content right after this.
This week's episode is brought to you by Jeffrey's Hands. Ever felt like those everyday basic pumpkin spice hands of yours just weren't cutting it anymore? Have you been struggling with mustering up that pizzazz every time you zip up a zipper, button a button, <laughs> or wave at a friend? Well, then we have just the product for you. Jeffrey's Hands have got all the power of regular hands, but with a touch of magic. They can lift, type, scratch itches, and more. They even come with fun real-life Snapchat filters such as dog face, flower crown, and sepia tone. Rent a pair today and get the first month free on Jeffrey. Jeffrey's Hands, what a time to be alive. <laughs> Jeffrey's Hands, man. Do you feel like you need a pair of Jeffrey's Hands? I don't know. I've got great hands. <laughs> I feel like in my old age that my gripping ability maybe isn't what it once was. Mm, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. I feel like I'm losing a grip on things. <laughs> maybe on reality, but I think you're... you're <laughs> yeah. Your I'm losing a grip on reality, so I, I, I desperately need Jeffrey's hands. Yeah. I'm, I'm losing my grip on patience, you know? <laughs> but, yeah. I don't know why that would be. <laughs> no, no. I can't think of anything. Mm-hmm. Maybe you shouldn't have done a home reno. Oh, you're so right. Well, anyways, for more information about Jeffrey's Hands, feel free to check out Weird With You. It's surprisingly informative and can be found anywhere you listen to podcasts. Adam, for the first time in a long time, I almost hesitate to do this, but it's time to discuss polls. (laughs) You mean polls. Yes, yes. It's time to discuss some polls. The first one is from Keith, and this is the fast food mascot Battle Royale. And this concluded some time ago, but we had already held our last meeting, and we want to announce the official results of Keith's fast food mascot Battle Royale. Yeah, this was a big one, dude. It got pretty heated. So here goes. So the final matchup, just in summary, the final matchup was between Big Boy and Colonel Sanders, and here's how it unfolded. This is from Keith. Big Boy has been making snacks of the competition. Colonel Sanders is still reeling from the Hamburglar. He won't stand a chance without some help. He makes the call to the Green Lantern. Take that twist, M. (laughs) Knight. With a giant glowing green bucket of chicken, Sanders smashes the Big Boy in his big belly, sending him collapsing to the ground. Colonel Sanders steps on his chest, declaring victory. Yes. So Colonel Sanders wins the fast food mascot battle royale. 71% 71% to 29%. Boy, I backed that horse correctly. Yep, you sure did. Okay, we have one left to discuss. Oh, what, what poll could that be? It's our latest elimination poll, and it was to determine the official donut of the Gravity Beard interns. Oh, man, this was a great freaking poll, dude. So, first of all, a page from history. Up until this point, the elimination poll that probably created the most chaos and strife and everything in the group, which again was a surprise at the time, was everyone's favorite potato side dish. Yeah. It was really insane. And the official donut poll made that look tame (laughs) by comparison. It really did, man. My phone has been blown up for like a week. Yeah, the activity in the group by Facebook metrics increased over 60% just because of 
of the <laughs> the interactions about the donut poll. It's the power of donuts, man. They bring everybody together. <laughs> do you want to discuss this first, or do you want me to announce the results first? I think we need to announce the results, and then we'll discuss. Okay. So the official donut of the Gravity Beard interns is... <laughs> Glazed. So let it be written, so let it be done. The official donut is the glazed. I think you and I hoped for this, and we kind of saw this coming, that we were hoping that it would come down to my favorite donut in the poll versus your favorite donut in the poll. And that's exactly what happened. That's exactly right. That's that's 100% correct. I mean, because... I, I always like when you and I end up with our favorites, you know, battling it out against each other. Yes. And and so I haven't, I haven't mentioned this yet, but my favorite donut, and I didn't mention, I didn't, I don't think I said the entire time that my favorite donut was the long John. I don't think I said that. Um, but, but I was, I, I, to you I did, but not oh, publicly. Right. Right, right, right. And, and so it did come down to the long John versus the glazed. Right. And, Throughout throughout the the elimination process, I was voting when it was necessary to protect the glazed donut, and in full disclosure, I did that for two reasons. One is, I, you know, I genuinely did want to support you be, right. because because we do that. You and I support each other, yeah. So that was genuine. But also, and I think you might sh- might have shared this sentiment, is that if it came down to Long John versus glazed, I think we both expect the Long John. To have won easily, I thought for sure it was going to be like Long John ninety nine, and then the one vote for this one would have been mine. Glazed one vote equals Adam. So you thought it'd be that slanted? I mean, well, not that slanted, but like probably like a seventy thirty split for sure. Either way, you expected an overwhelming win for for Long John. I would choose the word dominating win. And just to be clear, so everyone knows, when we say Long John. For simplification's sake, we're basically saying an eclair, right? right. Which is, which is a, a, a long, basically rectangular-shaped donut mm-hmm. that's cream-filled, right? Right. I did too. So I, I did want to support you. I did want us to be able to face off against each other in the in the final round, right? But the fact of the matter is, is it wasn't just the final round. The entire process was complete pandemonium. <laughs> that's a hundred percent correct. I mean, wasn't it? Yeah, it was out of control. Yeah, gifts, memes, heartfelt speeches, anger, animosity, uh, you know, and through it all, nobody called anybody a single name, except for Phil. Phil called me a glazed donut. (laughs) That was the only one. Other than that. You're talking about Phil Kirsner, right? Right, right. What did he mean by that? Because he was supporting glazed donuts. Yeah, he called me the glazed donuts of people. (laughs) <laughs> but what does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. It's either very good or very bad. He campaigned hard, hard for glazed donuts. So I think that he meant that as a compliment. Huh. Uh, well, I, then I will take it as a compliment. Now, I was always, I was using the 
Krispy Kreme glazed as the gold standard. The hot fresh now, straight front light, you can see it being made. That one. Because that one is the gold standard. For sure. Right. So that glazed donut, I think, is like, it's the standard by which all other donuts are set. And I was very happy to see that like two good donuts made it to the end. Well, I think one thing that everyone can agree on amongst all the disagreement is that there's there's hardly a bad donut, right? There, there might be a couple of donuts where people are like, ah, I don't really prefer those or they're too dry or whatever. But essentially, everyone loves almost every kind of donut. Like donuts are just universally beloved. Right, right. Agreed. So you honestly think that a glazed donut is is better than a long john? Like you really believe that? I think the Krispy Kreme glazed is the best donut. Yes. What if it's not from Krispy Kreme? What about just the art, the average garden variety glazed donut? But I think that I mean, but if we're don't we want the best of each donut? I mean, the poll is behind us. The official donut has been identified. <laughs> I'm, I'm just asking some some follow up questions. <laughs> Well, I think the garden variety of anything is going to be mediocre and not not the best, right? So for me, the glazed donut is one that you can always have a glazed, right? Like you don't always want an apple fritter, which I deeply adore, especially from Publix. My God, they're good. Um, The Long John is so good, but when you just want a little something, you know, like you can always have a glazed donut and it's delicious, so I think that like if you're going to bar put the bar of garden variety versus garden variety, well, I think, yeah, in certain categories, like the long john probably be better because a garden variety, in my opinion, garden variety, any donut would be dry and the custard in the no, no, long see, john I'll, I'm just going to stop you right there because it, if it's dry, that, that's not garden variety. That's like a poor version of that. Okay. Donut. Okay. Well, I'm saying like the average. So, so I, I, everything you just said, I agree with. Let me just restate the question. You walk into an average donut shop. You order a glazed donut and you order a long john uh-huh. or an eclair, whichever. It's tomato, yeah. tomato. Nine times out of ten, which do you think is a better donut? Glazed. I don't think you're being honest. No way. Really? <laughs> I mean, be- that's, a, that's a stubborn answer. I don't think you believe that's true. <laughs> <laughs> be honest. I mean, well, I see. I very much like custard-filled donuts. I mean, I I really, really do. Right. Uh huh. I mean, if I had to choose one donut ever, I would choose glazed. If I'm going to go into a garden variety shop, sure, I might get a custard donut. I might get an apple fritter or the blueberry coffee donut, which is so good. Depends. So, given given those four donut choices, you would you would not you would not choose a chocolate covered cream-filled long john you would choose a glazed if those two donuts were presented to you not from Krispy Kreme just from XYZ donut shop Uh, assuming they're fresh they were made that morning you've walked in at 7 in the morning you're on your way to work they say no charge today you can have either of these donuts for free but I can only have one of them you can only have one that's a hard question no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Long John's a big donut, man. It's a big donut. Like when I had it today, I, I ended up eating the whole thing. And at the end of it, I was like, oh, man, this thing is like really, really heavy. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to eat the whole of something. You can just eat as much as you want. What? <laughs> I don't believe you. And then and then if you don't, if you eat the rest of it, then great. Otherwise, you've enjoyed as much of it as you choose. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm probably still gonna go with glaze, dude. I, I mean, like, I love the long john. Uh, I'm probably gonna go with glaze because if I'm like, yeah, on my way to work, I'm gonna put it in the car. Like, I'm not gonna like wolf down, you know. Okay, like let's a, say a, let's say you have all morning to sit there and drink a cup of coffee and read the paper. <laughs> so, what, is is the is the goal here to pigeonhole me into a scenario that I would eat the like the long john over the glazed? I just want you to be honest. What you think? They uh, average because you've been very throughout the entire process. You've said you keep mentioning Krispy Kreme, which I agree. If I mean Krispy Kreme makes it, they do make the gold standard of glazed donuts. Uh-huh. And I, I'm just offering. I'm just asking a follow-up question. That average donut. Would you choose an average glazed over an average, an average Long John? <laughs> First of all, can I just say the name Long John trips me out? Like, this is not underwear. I but prefer like- Eclair. I prefer, I've never called it a Long John. It's an Eclair. Just- I mean, because I love Boston cream too. Those are so good. Well, I like the Long John. I think I like the Eclair filling better than the than the Boston cream, which has always been my standard. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know. Okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, because I'm so, I'm so moody about what I eat. That like I, I can't just say like oh yeah that's the one because like I love custard filled donuts and I often I but I I more eat glazed on purpose. Okay, well I I will I will wrap up my interrogation and I'll just say that I'm gonna choose a long john eclair whatever you want to call it a hundred times out of a hundred over glazed because I think it's a a more multi dimensional donut. I would agree that it's more multi dimensional. It has more texture. It has more flavor. It has a wider flavor profile. I just think there's more to enjoy. It's versatile. Huh. They make infinity ver- different versions of of long johns depending on your icing and your topping and your filling. And it's a magical surprise, Adam. All right. Well, you know that's a really good point. I would say that if you had to give me the choice, I would say fifty fifty. Okay. Glaze versus long john because the long john, especially the one that I had today, I got a good one. It was. It was very, very good, man. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, well. Wait. Uh, I want to make what? one last point. Sorry. Sure. I want you to know that, like, the Long John was not under fire at all in this debate. It never got to a point where we had to, like, rally votes or, like, you know, like, you know, generate support. Well, yeah, we never had to rally to save the Long John. Which I would have done because I, I just assumed Glaze was going to be out so far in advance. Now... In Hang this, on a second. Wait, wait. Stop right there. Why did you think Glaze was going to be out early on? Because it's what most would consider a boring option. Okay. And I think that like donuts is one of those things where like I mean, dude, I love donuts. I mean, we're, we're we're arguing about a thing that we love very much, right? But like, yep. like there are so many donuts that I just don't like. You know, like I just or they're or, or they're unnecessarily, uh, you know, done up. You know, like not all donuts need to be like a thick dulce de leche, like with with crap on top, like 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 donuts, man. Let's have some donuts, right? So, it, I was gonna rally around the long john. I just assumed that that was gonna go. And if you had asked me, like you know, I mean, it was such a close tie, but I, I was gonna stick with the glaze because to me, that is the most uh, appropriate donut in all situations. That's why I like Corona because you can have it in a formal occasion or a casual occasion. It's kind of like that to me. The, the, the that. But I was very surprised, though, that I thought I thought the glaze for sure would have been out, for sure would have been out. Yeah, I did as well, but it wasn't, and and it won. You're on the majority side, and therefore a win occurred. <laughs> and the glazed donut is the official donut of the Gravity Beard interns. And I will, in, in, in the spirit of good sportsmanship, acknowledge what Luke said to be very true. 
and that is that while the glazed donut uh, okay anything that's not Krispy Kreme glazed the, the glazed donut is the official donut it may or may not be the best donut I think that's fair I think that's an incredibly important distinction I do too because that allows for the breadth of the donut in its place to be explored well let's finish up with this because the great Bonnie Chomo <laughs> she she <laughs> She was not on the side of glazed. She very much wanted glazed to be voted out. When Bonnie has an opinion, whether we agree with it or not, and in this case, I do agree with her, we want to hear her opinion. Yes, that's very true. That's very true. Just because of the delightful manner in which she expresses it. I know. And also, like, scathing, cutting comments. (laughs) So here we go. This is from Bonnie Chomo in the wake of the results of the official donut poll of the GBI. This is a celebratory meal suggestion in response to glazed donuts being the selection of the official donut. In the spirit of good sportsmanship, I offer this celebratory virtual meal to those who picked the glazed. The menu will be boiled unseasoned cauliflower for the appetizer, (laughs) plain boiled chicken breast, Rustic, salt-free white beans served in a can, <laughs> unseasoned white sauce over unseasoned white rice, white bread with crust removed, and for dessert, as a festive change, a white cake with vanilla frosting topped with a scoop of vanilla ice cream. <laughs> she finishes with this, and hey, let's go crazy and sprinkle a few white chocolate chips over this dessert. <laughs> uh, I will be looking for your celebratory photos mm of this amazing meal while I savor every bite of my delectable Long John Bon Appetit. <laughs> now, this is coming from the person who, like, you know, people want to talk about the boring vote, voted for the chocolate chip cookie to be the official cookie of the Gravity Beard interns. I know, I thought that was weird. And then trolled everyone. And then Dude, classically trolled. trolled. Classically everyone. trolled everyone who complained about the outcome. <laughs> Dude, that was my favorite. I mean, like, that was she trolled everyone who talked shit about that. <laughs> well, to, to the point, to the point where I now refer to a mundane, boring outcome of a poll to which to be, I, I call it a chocolate chipping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I wasn't sad about the chocolate chip, man, but because, again, the versatility and and skill. All right. Well, we're not going to revisit that. We don't have time. No, but, but anyway, but I, I did respond to Bonnie on that one, so I had to. <laughs> but you're right to recognize the irony of her response <laughs> because she is the queen of trolling um, in the wake of the cookie poll. Oh, yeah. And, and she doesn't always do it, but when she pokes her head out, you just got to sit back and either get roasted or, or just enjoy the ride if, she, if her eye does not fall upon you. Uh, and just enjoy the roasts. Yeah. Well, even if you're getting roasted, I feel like it's a little from column A and a little from column B. You're getting <laughs> roasted and for some reason you enjoy it. You got you got chipped, bro. You got chocolate chipped. <laughs> you got chocolate chipped <laughs> by Bonnie Chomo. Yeah, because I don't I don't think we can use we can, we, we can't say you got glazed because that's that that that, that skews the line of appropriateness. But yeah, no, no, the, the the term has already been established. It's called it's being chocolate chipped. Yeah, that's the, I, I love that dude. That's a stroke of brilliance right there. <laughs> All right, well there you go. Uh, the poll is complete. The results have been announced. The results have been made official. We are going to put this behind us. Yeah, hey, and I and in all the sincerity that I have to offer you in the group, 
Thank you so much for another hard-fought battle and for everyone's participation. I, I do feel like no one has won here, as usual. <laughs> well, I, I'm glad you said that because really, we're all winners here because it's it's so much fun. Right? Like like the level of partic- participation, the way it goes down, it really is a lot of fun, and it's something to laugh about and remember in the end. If you can draw people like Chris Birkenbind and Josh Harmark and, and and Vlado out of the woodwork. And Phil Kirsner and Phil Kirsner, right, right, <laughs> yeah. If you if you can draw these people to like catch the you know the gaze of these these people, it's it's you know it's a good poll. So it's a good poll. Absolutely, yes. No, it, it was big fun. It, and yes, I, I don't have anything else to say. It was really fantastic. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Josh Hallmark, we're better than this. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, you know what that jingle means. <laughs> I want you to play it again. I love it so much. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that because I love it as well. <laughs> that, of course, is the theme song for the Ed Asner Death Clock update. And Adam, I have some good news. Oh, do tell. Even though celebrities seem to be dropping like flies, as far as I know, Ed Asner is still alive. And get this. There's only 108 days until Tiff can no longer hold me personally responsible for his death. Yes, dude. 108, you said? Yes. Oh, man. We're counting down. The sands of time are turning. Yeah, they sure are. All right, let's move on. And this next thing has absolutely nothing to do with whether or not Ed Asner is alive or not alive. It's time for us to discuss our latest inductees into a three-room apartment. All right, let's do it. Okay, if you remember, Adam, in our last meeting, Little Richard joined Bill Rieflin and William Brom to finish up our 22nd apartment. Indeed. John Prine, Don Shula, and Mort Drucker filled up our 23rd apartment. Children's author Tommy DePaola kicked off our 24th apartment. You used your special privilege on Roy Horn, who took room number two. I did not use my special privilege, and so today we'll find out who will take the last room in our 24th apartment. All right. So according to our our new procedure, I guess it's not that new anymore, but we've run our intern's choice poll, and based on a certain number of votes, here are the candidates that will automatically get in because they received enough votes. Nominated by Paul Chomo, Jerry Stiller, iconic actor and comedian, father of Ben Stiller, Possibly best known for his role as Frank Costanza on Seinfeld. He died of natural causes at the age of 92. He got 31% of the vote. Mm. Next was a candidate nominated by Laura Thompson and Dave Champa. Fred Willard, comic actor considered by many as a master of the mockumentary genre. Seemingly endless list of notable acting credits, a true comedy legend, He died at his home of cardiac arrest. He was 86. Fred Willard got 28% of the vote. Mm. Next was Brian Dennehy, nominated by Paul Choma and Hal Robbins. He is a Tony Award-winning actor best known for his roles in Tommy Boy, First Blood, and Cocoon. Dennehy died of cardiac arrest due to sepsis. He was 81. He got 23% of the vote. Next was Jerry Sloan. He was nominated by Keith Galla. 
He was a Hall of Fame coach of the Utah Jazz. In April 2016, Sloan was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease and Lewy body dementia. He died at the age of 78 from complications of those diseases. Hmm. He got 5%. And our last candidate to be automatically admitted was nominated by me, and that is Phyllis George, a TV pioneer and co-host of the NFL Today show. George died after a long battle with a blood disorder. She was 70. She got 4% of the vote. Now, unfortunately, Adam, this next set of candidates did not get enough votes in our intern's choice poll and will only get in if one of us uses our special privilege to admit them. Okay. Are you ready? Always. First, a candidate nominated by Hal Robbins, Ken Osmond, who got 3% of the vote. He is an actor best known for his role as Eddie Haskell on the comedy series Leave it to Beaver. He reportedly gave Jerry Mathers the business one too many times, who responded by driving over Osmond with his car. (laughs) No news on the current whereabouts of Mathers. He fled the scene before police arrived. Ken Osmond was 76. Our next candidate was brought to us by Chris Osborne. Andre Harrell got 2% of the vote. He was the founder of Uptown Records. Harrell died at the age of 59 of heart failure. Next was brought to us by Keith Pat Brimmer. Maybe Brimer. Brimmer. Either way. Apparently, he was the puppeteer for the gopher in Caddyshack. He also collaborated on the film Team America. Brimmer died after a battle with uh, cardiomyopathy. He was 70 years old and got 2% of the vote. Next is Lynn Shelton, nominated by Phil Rude. Lynn got 1% of the vote. She's a television and film director. Shelton died of a previously undiagnosed blood disorder at the age of 54. Goodness. Yeah. And finally, nominated by me, Paul Bear Vasquez got 1% of the vote. He is better known as Double Rainbow Guy from the viral YouTube video. Double Rainbow Guy died in a hospital emergency room in Modesto, California after sustaining injuries he received from allegedly getting into a sword battle with a neighborhood unicorn. Paul Vasquez was 57. Yeah, those, you know, unicorn battles usually don't end in our favor. No, if, if you find yourself battling with a unicorn, you're going to die. Yeah, which is unfortunate because he's a double rainbow guy. And I heard uh, at the time of his death, he was out looking for a triple rainbow. <laughs> There's that, that is the unicorn, my friend. Instead, he came across a real unicorn and was impaled. Yeah, which is usually the way those things kind of go. Okay, so just a quick recap. So Jerry Stiller will join Tommy DiPaola and Roy Horn and his Tigers in the 24th apartment. Fred Willard, Brian Dennehy, and Jerry Sloan will round out the 25th apartment. And Phyllis George will kick off our 26th apartment. So question to you, Adam. Are you going to use your special privilege to add someone to our 26th apartment? Nope. Really? Really. Interesting. Okay, well, I got to be honest with you. As a, This is really hard. We've, we talk about it every time. It's hard to pass up on people, but I don't think I'm going to use mine either. I know, because you feel like a douche, you know, but I mean, really you're not. <laughs> no, we're not. And the reason we're not is because it's entirely up to the interns now. And if they wanted these people to occupy an apart- a room in an apartment, they, they would have voted. voted for them. Yeah, like they did yeah. for glazed donuts. <laughs> and let us not forget that like the majority voted for glazed. So anyway, I don't think there's any reason to bring that up again. I do. Just point it out there. Well, in that case, for the first time in the history of the new process, Adam, neither of us are using our special privilege, and we'll have to wait to find out who's going to join Phyllis George and take the last two spots in our 26th apartment. 
I tell you what, man, I, I like this new format. You know, like it's 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 not new, but it still feels that way. And I think it's the really I think it's the best way to ensure who gets into the apartments. Well, and like we've discussed before, it it gives it hands the power over to the interns, which is the way it should be. Which is the way that it should be, absolutely. Yep, there you go. All right, Adam. Well, we just have one more piece of business to take care of, and that is the hotline. Let's do it. All right. Well, here is our first message. Hey, boys. It's your grandma Lois. How you doing? Oh, boys. It's such a hard day. First, I hear that Regis Philbin died. It's so sad. <laughs> and now, now I hear that you boys, you only like glazed donuts. I'm so disappointed. Oh, boys, oh, I, I just need you to make better choices, okay? Uh. All right, listen, Grandma Lois, don't call the show to take pot shots at us. Come on. I don't know if I would say us, because just to clarify something, first of all, I think we're all saddened by the loss of Regis Philbin, entertainment legend. That That's true. However, I'm I'm with her. I'm equally saddened that we chose Glaze Donuts. I had nothing to do with that. Okay, that's that's a deflection, number one. And I'm trying to and, uh, attempt at a misdirect. Secondly, I agree. Philbin sucks that it died. But the, the, the group voted. The group voted. <laughs> okay. Not like I'm just saying I'm just telling Grandma Lois that I share in her sadness over that selection. That's all I'm saying. Well that's all, that's all I'm saying. Well, that's fine. <laughs> all right, well, let's move on to our next message. Hey Tope, this is Luke. I was just out on the road. Um I came hey, back Luke. and I yeah. thought I might go ahead and take the book bill in for some service and while I was out on the road, I uh, I hit what I thought was a log, but it was stretched like most of the way across the road, and uh, got two flat tires, bent up a tie rod end, and they're going to have to con- make a control arm fix somehow. I don't know. Old Grumman's, you just can't find parts for them anymore. But uh, actually, that's not the most interesting part. Um, y'all ever been on, on the uh, Alligator Alley? Across from Miami to Naples. Yes, of course. Apparently, there's some big dang pythons out there. Oh, dear. It <laughs> wasn't a stick. It was a 23-foot-long python laying halfway across the road that I hit at about uh, 60 miles an hour. Holy mackerel, those things are mean. Yeah, but we'll have to tell right. you. You see some interesting things on the road. So, unfortunately, Bookmobile will have to be out of commission for a little bit. We'll throw in somebody's Miata or something like that. But, uh, oh my goodness, with all those plagues out there, now we got twenty-three foot pythons. <laughs> Watch where you drive. <laughs> Donskis. Wow, there's a tw- there's already a twelfth plague. It's it's. <laughs> It's 24-foot pythons. Florida snakes, man. Florida snakes. I mean, that's unfortunate. That means the bookmobile's out of commish. That, boy, that is, because we, we just announced the bookmobile exclusive. I wonder if it means that that's going to be postponed. Uh, well, if, if I know Luke, I know that he can fix anything car-related, so I have faith. 
Yeah, I think we're going to be fine. I mean, Luke's incredibly capable. Well, the one thing he's not capable of is traveling from one location to another location safely and, and actually getting to the place where he's going. That's right. That's right. But his car doesn't break down. He just doesn't get here. No. And regarding so many other things, he's quite capable. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, though, I mean, I haven't heard Adam, Tove, I'm coming. I'm coming for you, <laughs> you know? So. Yeah, I understand. All right. Well, Adam, we have only two messages left. Uh-oh. That's the bad news. The good news is they're both from the same person. Oh. There can only be one, my friend. Only one. And I'm just going to say that that the first message from this person is weighing in with his opinion about the donut poll. Oh, crap. Last time this did not go well for me. I, 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 I am I'm both excited and trepidatious about this. <laughs> That's right, because the listener doesn't know, but you know exactly what I'm talking about. I do indeed. I do indeed. Okay, well... I mean, let's find out which side. And I might be setting myself up for failure. I don't know. I didn't listen to the message. I don't think that's true. I honestly don't know. I, I truly did not listen to the message. Right. We're about to find out what side of the of the donut fracas our good friend Peter fall, fell on. Play it. Give me the, give me the, me- I'll take my medicine right now. Okay, let's do it. Here we go. Brother Toth, Brother Adam, <laughs> what's happening, y'all? It's Peter the Vilbis. Woo! <laughs> there it is. <laughs> What's happening, fellas? I hope everything is cool. Yeah, right, it was better now. Business. There's a lot of good stuff going down, as I understand, with the gravity bid. A lot of happenings going on, you know what I'm saying? So let me get down to the business at hand before I get to anything else, all right? <laughs> I was asked a question for mm-hmm. you listeners out there. If you didn't know this, I was approached by... Uh, Brother Toph and Brother Adam. Woo! <laughs> All right, I was, I, was, I was approached by them. I was asked a question, man. And once again, I get put in these freaking positions by these guys. I get put in this position to hurt somebody's freaking feelings. All right? <laughs> Let me tell you, I don't, know, I don't know the answer to the question ahead of time. I don't know who likes what. And what I'm talking about is I was asked, to make a choice, what you know, what do I like best? Um, do I prefer glazed donuts or do I prefer uh, Long John cream-filled eclairs? All right, oh, I'm reading no. that off the screen right now. Glazed donuts or cream-filled eclairs? All right, and apparently, um, you know, Brother Tof likes one and Brother Adam likes the other. I don't know which one likes which. <laughs> That's correct. I'm dying of suspense. This is, uh, you know. But I'm going to tell y'all which one I prefer, all right? Nine times out of ten, if you put a glazed donut on one side and a cream-filled eclair on the other side, I'm always going to, nine times out of ten, I'm going to pick glazed donuts. Yes! (laughs) Damn it. Oh, my God, dude, the suspense was killing me. All right? You know, the the eclair never had a chance, man. Uh, Reason being is just it just so happens I just I just happen to be a donut guy. I like donuts better than eclairs. All right, not that I don't get in the mood for an eclair from time to time, baby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I'm just a donut guy, so I'm gonna pick a donut 
you know, uh, uh, nine times out of ten, and then it just so happens that glazed donuts are my favorite type of freaking donut. Oh, you know what I mean? So, yes. so, sorry, Long John, and to whoever, uh, you know, whoever I disappointed over there. <laughs> but you know, you know, you know my philosophy. I don't care what you eat. Eat what you eat. I'm gonna eat what I eat. I'm gonna eat the freaking glazed donut. All right. But I do get in the mood for a freaking eclair every once in a while, man. All right. But if you give me the choice, I'm going with glaze, all right? And um, there's some other stuff that's going on, man. The Gravity Bit Podcast is moving into a new phase. <laughs> <laughs> and then he got cut off. <laughs> so I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm texting Peter DeVillas right now. Stop. Nope. And I put the company that he works for as, woo! <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, and I also put an exclamation point by his name. I had to update my contact info, but I'm, I'm texting him. <laughs> what right, a I'll great stop. idea! I'll, I'll stop. I, I, I'll stop. But I, I'm I'm going to send him this message the, the moment that you and I hit stop recording to let him know that he is chosen correctly. <sighs> All right. Well, as much as I hate it, and as much as it, uh, I feel deep, profound bitterness over this. You have. <laughs> You I'm, have a complete and total victory in the, in, the, in the donut conversation. I have won the day. I have won the day. Well, you have. You even got the endorsement from the great Peter DeVillis. <laughs> All right. <Yeah>. Fine. <laughs> I do want to reveal to the audience uh, in our message exchange with Peter mm. that I, I did not tell him who was on which side, but I told him that it was like choosing which parent you're going to live with when your parents <laughs> tell you you're gonna get, they're going to get divorced. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. And, and, and that's actually on everything that we do. We we say we give him just basically the topic, and we say you just be Peter. We just need you yeah. ad- to address this specific thing while you're being Peter. And he's like, I got right. you, and then you go. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, he did get cut off, and the good news, like I said beforehand, he left a second message, and here is that message. Dagnabbit, cut <laughs> off again, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, so listen, real quick, so let's, let's finish this off. So we talked about the freaking donuts. I wanted to get that off the, off the table, all right, because, uh, you know, y'all asked me to do that. But I understand that the gravity beard is going through some freaking changes, all right, and I'm sure you guys made the freaking announcement already, but if you haven't, uh, you know what I'm saying, you will be. And, um, you know, so I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag if you haven't, but I know that the Gravity Beard Podcast is going to be going through some changes in the next, couple episodes or so and that this rendition of what it is you know what it's been this is going to be the last of it as far as i know all right so in honor of that without me uh getting verbose about the details that's you guys job all right i'm gonna do this in in honor of uh you know the gravity beard making these changes all right (laughs) yeah What's his name? David Bowie sang that freaking song. I'm going to sing Changes by David Bowie <laughs> if it was sung by Tom Jones. Yeah. <laughs> All right? Changes oh, by yes. Tom Jones, uh, David Bowie's song, but Tom Jones is going to sing it. All right? Here we go. Changes, turn and face the strange. Changes, don't want to be a richer man. Time may change me, but I can't trace time. I think I better dance now. Yeah. 
Yes. <laughs> Had to do that, man, for the last uh, Gravity Beer podcast in the form that it's been in this freaking episode, all right? Uh, yo, uh, whatever you guys are going to be doing in the future, uh, much success as you've had success and much more success in the future. And, um, you know, and I'll catch you in the new version of things, all right? Peace, and I'm out of here. 5,000. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I love a little ooh at the end. Okay, so let me let me tell you, I got a call today from Peter Devilbus. I just want to touch on this really quickly, and like I told him on the phone, I was like, I if I had woken up with my face sewn to the carpet, I would not have been more surprised than I was in that moment. <laughs> right? No, I had why well, I had his number, but I hadn't put it in. So it just a wireless caller, and I was not going to answer. But then, like, I was like, you know, I I'm, I was dealing with a recording in New York today. It's like maybe maybe it's them, maybe it's somebody I don't I don't realize, but it's it's New York, like I was expecting. And it was like I picked it, and I was like, and, I, and so I did it like like super crappy, like in case it was some like you know shitty telemarketer. And I was like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> and, he go, and there's silence, and I was like, all right, it was. I was about to hang up again, and all of a sudden I hear, brother Adam, woo. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, Peter DeVilbis? <laughs> okay, so hang hang up, pause right there. Just so people understand what you're saying. Peter DeVilbis called you on the phone today. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a live. The reason that's a big deal is because that's never happened before. Uh, 100%, which is why I almost fell over in my kitchen when I when I, <laughs> when I saw that he called. Yes. And, and, and so you called me to tell me about it. And actually, he called my number also. Yeah. I missed the call. My phone was away. I would have gotten to talk to him as well. I did not. You called me to tell me that that happened, but I didn't have time to talk because I, I was in the middle of something. Yeah. So this is the first time we've discussed it. How long did you talk to him and what did you talk about? We talked about very little. I mean, it was it was the... He, he was like... <laughs> it was very Peter. He was like, hey, brother. And I was like, how you doing? I was like, I, I'm good, man. I'm here in the kitchen. You know, I'm, I'm doing some cooking. Like, you know, I'm doing great. How about yourself? He goes, good, good. Listen, I want to talk to you about something. <laughs> <laughs> he, had, he had business. Yeah, well, he was like... He had a couple pieces of business. So he, he was like... He, he had been texting us in the group. I didn't have my phone because I was... Uh, I was... Um, I was doing we were doing meal prep today, so I was cooking like right. all day, so I didn't have my phone. Right. And 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 I only heard that he called because I actually happened at that moment to have my earbuds in. So like I mean wow. I didn't I didn't hear any of the Twitter messages that were going back and forth. I heard nothing. And so that right. was it. He wanted to talk about he's like, Hey, listen, I left the messages. When are you recording? And uh is 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 that okay that I left these this part two part message? I'm like, is that is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> of course it's okay you know like and that was it right. he's like all right i mean just like he is on the call it was like a tornado that you experienced for like a short period of time and then and then it was gone so i hung up the phone and i was just kind of sitting there dumbfounded like what just happened to me right now <laughs> so i was like well i guess i have to call tove because this was life-changing <laughs> yes well, because again reminder to everyone listening we don't know who he is no. that's not his real name that's right. He's an anonymous listener and participant in the show. <laughs> right. We don't know who Peter DeVilbus is. Although, he revealed his, part of his identity today. He did. He did. And I, and I'll tell you I'll tell you I'll tell you this. He's not from this planet. <laughs> <laughs> but that's incredible. Like we don't know who this person is. 
No. But he, he's become an integral part of our show. And actually, that's a good transition if you're done telling your story. Yeah. Because this is the end of this staff meeting. And like we said at the top of the show, this is not going to change. We're still going to do staff meetings exactly like this one. We're just going to do them less frequently. And we'll certainly let you know when, when they're going to come out. We still have the hotline. All the, Everything is remaining in place. However, the one thing that's not remaining in place is Peter. Peter is not staying with staff meetings. He's going to transition with us to the new show, to This Week Today on the new feed. So we don't ask Peter to call in a certain number of times. Like He just calls in when he wants to call right. in. So he, he hears something, he gets some sort of inspiration, he calls in. So we don't know how often he's going to call the new show. We don't know what he's going to call about. We, we have no idea. We just said, hey, Peter, we're doing this new thing. We'd love to, to take you with us because instead of you, know, you only having a, a three or four chances a year, here's the new hotline number. Call in whenever you want. The show is now weekly. We have a weekly show instead of like a monthly right. show. So we, we're, we're transitioning. Pete, you will not hear Peter on the staff meetings. You're only going to hear him on this week today. But you might hear him more often. It just depends on how on how often he's inspired. Yeah. So that that is one change that's actually going to happen, uh, is that Peter is, na- is going to migrate with us, and he's going to be on the new show. Yeah, and I think that was a natural kind of like move over, you know, from... Sure, uh, just sure. from the, the the role that he's played over here with us, and I think I mean, and obviously, like the the, the show has a hotline, so it's, I mean, if you call, you can get on the show. Like it's not again. The, I mean, there's very very a lot of similarities, but he specifically will be moving over there exclusively to this week today. That's right, and also it's not the Peter Devilvis hotline, and the hotline for the staff meetings wasn't that either. He he's one of many many people that called the show, and so don't feel like. Peter's the only one that can call the hotline and, and contribute in that manner to the new show. Everyone listening is welcome to call into the show for whatever reason they want to call. So uh, the hotline is for everybody. We're just telling you, you won't hear Peter on staff meetings anymore. You're only going to hear him on this week today. Yeah, it's going to be good, dude. It's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be great. And, and so so that's it. This is our last staff meeting before we kind of downshift a little bit to quarterly meetings. And Adam, without further ado... That concludes this week's staff meeting. I think that we ought to say, like, um, we're out. 5,000. <laughs> we're super excited about the transition the change. We hope you come with us. Yeah. Come on. Join us. All right. Some brief credits before we go. The content of these meetings is generated almost entirely by our talented team of interns. If you'd like to contribute to the show, we'd love to have you join the team. Just search Gravity Beard Interns on Facebook. It's where we have very serious conversations about the dumbest things ever. Call us on the hotline if you like. That number is still 321-465-2180. If you enjoyed the show, please tell another human about it. Gravity Beard is a proud member of the Podfix Network. To find other great shows consistently creating platinum-level content, go right now to podfixnetwork.com or search at Podfix on Twitter. Music on the show is by Silent Partner. You can find them on the YouTube audio library. Promotional consideration in this episode comes from Justine and Santiago and the talented team at Weird With You. Just one more thing. Come find us on the new feed. You can listen to the intro episode right now. It's available if you want to go out to your podcatcher and subscribe to This Week Today. For my dear friend and co-host, Lord Saunders, I'm your other co-host, Toph. This meeting is adjourned. Y'all come back now, huh? Gravity Beard is a proud member of the Podfix Network. I'm not going to set precedence and give double rainbow guy an edge that no one else has ever had. Yeah, we've had far too much precedence in this group. <laughs> we've had a painful amount of precedence. Oh, God. It's, you know, it's always something. <laughs>
always something. <laughs> we, we toil and toil. <laughs> <laughs> and what thanks do we get? <laughs> More precedents. <laughs> Additional precedents weighing us down. God.